Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Ah, the housing market. It is just a... Um, <laughs> An interesting uh, gong show. Is that yeah, yeah, it's a hot mess. Listen, I have nothing positive to say about it because there's not a whole lot that if you're looking for a place even to rent right now, yeah, it is tough. And I see, I look at all the comments on all of those listings that are posted. You know, for rent, half the time they don't even have proper egress windows. If you're renting a big, like half the time these apartments aren't legal, and people are posting oh, for them sure. for crazy, crazy amounts. But to just rub some salt in that wound. An article from the CBC yesterday claiming that some Ontario home builders are giving pre-construction home buyers two choices. If you've already paid a down payment for your new build, you've already signed that contract, you know, the one that locks you in yeah. once you start paying it to the construction people. No, no, no. Now they're saying that you either have to pay more or forget it. They'll just give you your deposit back. That's a shakedown. <laughs> that is like mafia-style shakedown. They cite uh, insurmountable delays and construction costs related to the pandemic. Several developers have canceled sales agreements, then offered the same buyers a chance to pay tens of thousands of dollars more for the exact same unit. That is wrong on so many levels. I think that something like this will result in some legislation being putting through being put through because there that has is to be. that is uh, like thievery almost i understand that things everything's more expensive sure construction costs are more expensive that is built into the cost of having the ha- of and even putting down the, on the condo or whatever that's your overhead you can't put that on the person you have a contract with that's, that's what's th- happening across the board the art of nuts. business kind construction people yeah. and I understand, especially if, like, listen, I also get the other side. It probably is freaky. If you're, let's say, you're your first-time developer, whatever, I doubt these people are, (laughs) but, you know, I understand how this can affect businesses and the cost of shipping and stuff, but, like, why is this always coming down on the end, the, like, the middle or lower class person to pay all of this? I know. It's the consumer is the one, but, again, that's across the board. It doesn't matter what you're talking about now. It's, like, every industry, though. Every industry, as everything has... As prices of uh, everything well, we goes up, supply chain and all <laughs> yeah. this, yeah, exactly. But like, as prices of, of manufacturing are increasing, that always comes down to the casino because the top dog's not going to lose. No, money exactly. Now. Everybody's still getting their big fat Christmas bonus, yeah. except for the people who have to. And then you know, oh, so this is happening uh, now. The city of so in Waterloo Region, the city of Kitchener is hoping that a tax on vacant residential units will help tackle the housing crisis. And I saw that it's a nice. I don't think there are any vacant ones. What does that do? A, a tax on a vacant well, so it the landowner yeah. has to pay extra tax to yeah. encourage them to rent it. it out. I feel like things are vacant likely because they need a lot of work, you know, like yeah. a lot of work, a lot of fixer upper sort of thing. Uh, costing more money before you even get that part done. I don't know if that's uh, the solution or not. Yeah. So, I mean, but at least in London, there was some semi good news yesterday, right? Or it is flat out good news, right? Great news, yeah. In London here, uh, it was just uh, announced that the old embassy, which is an old concert venue here in London, is going to become the Embassy Commons. 72 affordable units at 570 a month for a one bedroom. 570 570 a month. A month. That, is, that is early 2000s pricing. Right oh now. my God. I've never, I have never paid that kind of money for a rental no. unit. The, the cheapest place I ever had was in 2017. And I rented like a 500 something square foot one bedroom apartment for 
It was seven seventy five or something like that, or nine seventy five. Yeah. All inclusive, though. Yeah, yeah. That was the cheapest I've mm-hmm. ever paid, and like again, that's in twenty seventeen. That was a different time. That was a different time, absolutely. I bet you that exact same place now is probably like thirteen hundred plus utilities. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that's great, though. That's nice to see that. And I think yeah, it is. This, so this has been in the works for quite some time and it is it's definitely underway now. So I love that. But we're getting texts. Oh, boy, are we getting oh, are texts we? on people? Oh, yeah. Uh, including uh, my younger brother had this happen to him and is currently fighting this out in court against the builders. Good. I and hope your brother yeah, wins. That's absolutely. disgusting. It it's is disgusting. And like we say, hopefully there will be legislation introduced as a result of this. Like you Shaking. sign contracts are there for a reason. And and also, if this was the other way around, and let's say something falls and construction became way cheaper, do you think that same company is going to be like, oh yeah, we're actually going to knock a thirty thousand dollars off your house price? Not a chance. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> not. Not a chance. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. (laughs) This is incredible. I feel like we knew some of this, but you're going to be surprised by some of these stats. We're talking about the highest earning Christmas songs of all time. And it's a lot. People make a lot of money. We always laugh at... Michael Bublé and Mariah Carey thawing out in November. Yep. Rock Wazine, they only do songs around Christmas time. But it's because it can pay for the rest of your year of vacations, I would say. <laughs> uh, there's been lists going around of how much money Christmas songs make. Um, and it's been broken down to yearly versus of all time. Okay. So we'll do the top earning Christmas songs yearly. Are a lot that we a lot you'd kind of expect. Band Aid, do they know it's Christmas? Which that's in at number five. Okay. I've got some thoughts on that song. Okay. But I'll save it for another day. <laughs> Wham! Last Christmas. Oh, love. Obviously, Taylor did another version. Um, didn't like Gob or something. There was a punk band did a version too. Oh um, yeah. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World did yeah. a version of it too. <laughs> uh, Mariah Carey is in at number three, and this is where what? it gets surprising. Mariah Carey is the third highest yearly earner. And we're looking at American prices right now, about $600,000, so pushing a million dollars a year still. Okay. In uh, Canadian funds. Number two, The Pogues, Fairy Tale of New York. I don't even know that song. That is a fabulous song, uh, with one exception. There's one word in that that uh, definitely should not be used in a Christmas song, much less Christmas song these days. But there have been variations of it that are, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful song. Number one, the top earning Christmas song yearly at $840,000 American is Slade. Merry Christmas, everybody. I don't know that song either. And a lot of people don't, and it goes a little something like this. Oh, now, what I think this shows, what I think this shows is that England loves their Christmas song. Yeah, I was going to say... And, and the Brits will back the Brits before an American. Right. So I think, and I mean, Slade is an American rock band from the 60s. Oh, really? Like this song oh, they is, sounded or, sorry, British Sorry, a, a British, a British okay, rock okay. band. Or a British rock band from the 60s and 70s. The Pogues are Irish. So again, you're looking at UK. Oh, and then we're kind of, and then Mariah Carey. But now when we look at uh, overall the top earners, Paul McCartney at Wonderful Christmas Time, which is one of the weirdest Christmas songs ever made. 
has earned approximately $40 million American. Okay, I hate that song slaps. Not mad. Have you seen the meme that's like, it's almost like it's uh, witches getting together? Because it's like, the sun is bright, we're here tonight, and then it's oh. like somebody walks in and they're like, oh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time, that's all, that's all we're doing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's a deep funny. dive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nell Torme with the Christmas song, the original version of the Christmas song, 1944, has made $45 million. Uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town from 1934, $50 million. And this is where Mariah Carey steps in, $60 million from a song that she wrote in 1994, released in 1994. So we're looking at songs from the 30s and 40s having a lot of money. And now She'll 1994. And then the number one song, I again, you can't be too surprised, is White Christmas. Okay. It's the number one Great selling song. song of all time. I used to be able to play that on the flute. Well, there you go. Exactly. That's <laughs> in my just big band. <laughs> I don't know any other Christmas songs that have a whole movie based around them. So, uh, was the, did the movie come before the song? The song came in Holiday Inn first. The movie Holiday Inn okay. had the song White Christmas, and then they made the movie White Christmas afterwards. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I learned a lot. That This is a beefy I did not know. Right? That. <laughs> well, that's why, I mean, I, I'm saying you want some bucks and then just kind of, you know, relax for 11 months out of the year. Write a Christmas I song. I think now Make is the time money. more than ever, because if you write it, just keep Make a TikTok account saying, I'm going to write Christmas songs until one of them goes viral. Once that happens, you're set. There you go. Just Boom. keep practicing. Be like Charlie Sheen and the Jingle Man. We can all agree, not all Christmas songs are that good, but we hear them a hundred thousand times a season. They don't have to be good. They just have to be catchy. Exactly. <laughs> they don't have to be good. They just got to make some bucks. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. We talked about this on the show a couple weeks ago, you know, like names that people used to call you maybe in college or high school. And, and you know, we were talking about the names that kind of stuck. Well, and Jeff has, has for as long as I've known him and longer, tried to give himself a nickname. Yes. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Now, unfortunately, in my case... There was a name that I was called way back in public school, and I didn't think it had stuck. I don't really even, I, I have a couple people that I talk to that I went to public school with. I bump into other people when I'm back in beautiful BC. Yep. You know, we have a little chat, we move on. However, this name has come back to haunt me, and I, it wasn't until last night that I realized it. I am officially becoming a Sam Squanch. Ah. <laughs> uh. So they were just preparing you ahead of time. They were then. just preparing me. Oh man! So for full context, I have been five foot ten forever, mm-hmm. uh, and some of the boys in public school used to be like, "Oh, Sam Squares is coming down the hallway." <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so uh, here's the thing, though. Kids can be so cruel. I ordered a pair of white sneaks on Amazon a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Tried them on. Uh, they're Pumas. So, and I haven't worn a pair of Pumas in a while. I thought they fit, fit a little snug. I ordered a size 10, because <laughs> that's my Sam Squanch size. <laughs> ordered a size 10. I'm like, no, you know what? These are not fitting. I'm going to take them back, go a half size up. Yeah, that's Probably fair. just fitting a little snug. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. They came in the mail yesterday. Sam Squanch tried them on. Sam Squanch didn't fit. Back in the mail they go. <laughs> back in the mail they go. Oh, no. And that's when I started to say, well, you know what? When I tried these on, I thought, hmm, you know what's weird? They fit good on my right foot, but not on my left foot. Oh. So you know what Sam Squinch does? I put my feet right against the wall, so they were at the exact same point. Yeah. My one big toe (laughs) is bigger than the other big toe. Really? It's like a 
shoe size bigger. What? There's a visible difference. What? And to top it all off, this is <laughs> <laughs> the big, big toe is the toe that also lost half a toenail. I am becoming a hit Sam Scranch. Remember me telling you guys this? I, re- I was at a music yeah. festival. I was wearing shoes that were too small, which makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It, so it, this isn't, you didn't like stub your toe at any point I recently? I did not stub my like, toe. And yeah. I am wondering, when did this happen? When did I start having feet that are two different sizes? But it's, I'm telling you, if you look where like my foot oh, knuckles boy. are. <laughs> <laughs> If you look at my foot knuckles, <laughs> they line up. It's like just the toe. Really? That's. Uh... I don't know when this happened. I don't know when my shoes started fitting all weird. I normally wear Vans, so they stretch. The canvas stretches. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it must have been happening for a while. Like I don't. I because like again, the toenail proves that shoes have been tight on this foot for a long time. Yeah, well, that's true, I suppose. And you've been. Doing some relatively clean living leading up to your trip to Brazil, too. Yeah. So you can't blame it on too many holiday snacks or uh, imbibing of too much holiday cheer. That, that can affect feet, believe me. A, that, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Sam Squan just talking to Goat Master Ben over here. <laughs> oh. And by the way, Texter, no, I am not going to double check Laura's big no, toe. No, we are not, not showing chance. feet. We're not no. showing feet. I can't show. <laughs> I can't show you that toe because remember, we talked about this a couple weeks ago too. I have to get a fake nail put on this toe. I can't oh, go right. to Brazil. Yeah, but yeah. that's the thing. Now, now I'd be careful with a nail put. What if somebody else notices my big Sam Squanch toe <laughs> in Brazil? I'm already going to be like two feet taller than most women there. Like, oh. I. Uh, what's Portuguese I'm for not- Sam Squanch? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Squanchinha. <Yeah. laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Oh, man. We are 10 days from Christmas. Oh, holy moly. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Or 10 days from Christmas. Yeah. Eve. Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. Same thing. Take it. They all roll it. At this point, we're already rolled into Christmas. Yes. I've seen the chart of how the month of December goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if you don't celebrate, I feel like the same moods. Mm-hmm. Same mood is happening. Mm-hmm. It's a write-off day from now until January 10th. <laughs> oh, really? Sweet. Yeah, why not? All right. But here's the thing. Have you been doing any Christmas and or holiday party partying? Yes, significant. Okay. Has anything embarrassing happened? I mean, it, I feel like it is every millennial and future to be Gen Z's. You go to an office luncheon, and then all you hear is everybody telling you how wild and crazy Christmas parties used to be. Used to be, always, yep. I I have been part of many wild, oh boy, many wild Christmas parties. I have to, I'm going to have to change some names, I think, in order to oh, protect the innocent. Oh, really? Yeah. Because that's the thing. I want to hear the tea. Whether it's from your work Christmas party, maybe something ridiculous happened at your family Christmas, which is... Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. Got some of those, too. <laughs> like, for me, I was thinking about this. I'm like, one time... Well, many times I put my foot in my mouth, but one of the most worst times that I remember was making... Um, well, I'll just phrase it this way. I made a two Barbies, one cup joke at oh the my. dinner table. Good heavens. And I thought it would go over well because if my, my brothers would laugh. <laughs> That's the bar? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no one laughed. It was more of a, oh, like it was like a shock. Oh. Shock and where we were sitting at this family dinner, it was there were a few different tables. Yeah. And there were all people around my age, but it just did not fall Wow. Out. Yeah. 
This that has vibes of the people with really inappropriate uh, Thanksgiving blessings that were on TikTok as they were doing like this was big with American Thanksgiving the past few weeks. Like people on TikTok would would start with like the the grace you know yeah. at the dinner table and then it would devolve into some of the worst stuff that they could think of just basically to shock the parents and grandparents. I don't know if that's yeah, the vibe. I don't know if that's yeah. the vibe you want anymore. That happened, but that's what I have. Can you top it? I'm sure you can. I have, uh, I have, I, I guess, third-hand embarrassment from a situation that happened with my dear backstage Sarah's uh, mom. She's been dating a guy for seven or eight years by now. A few years ago, we were not at this Christmas. She lives up in Huntsville, but uh, Sarah's brother, Matt, was, was there visiting okay. for Christmas, and... Um, they're all around the tree in the morning doing the gift exchange and uh, and Sarah's mom opened up a gift from her boyfriend and it was like red lacy lingerie <gasps> Christmas lingerie and I should not only was her son and daughter-in-law there her mom was there too so great grandma to our kids <laughs> oh no and it was almost like, oh, thank you. You gotta save the sexy gifts for like Christmas Eve when you're like by yourself. Once the kids are down, I, yeah. would, I don't know about Christmas Eve because Santa might be coming down the chimney. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's until true. Christmas night when that's the kids true. are down. That's true. The kids have sugar crashed and they've played uh, all their toys. Oh, can there. you just text Santa and tell him to wait a couple minutes now? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Can I don't you know. knock? Batman, yeah. can you <laughs> Jingle those bells first before. <laughs> With the bells on the door handle, you know what it means. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. The holiday season. It's when people really like to look their best, feel their best, and party their hardest. And act their worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want to hear your embarrassing Holiday party stories. Maybe it was the work party. Maybe you were like me and said something really dumb at dinner time. Maybe you were like Benny's uh, extended family that decided to gift lingerie in front of the kids. Oh, boy. Sauce that in next to Santa's presents. No big deal. <laughs> we want to know. Text us at 11053 or 97.5.97.5. Oh, my gosh. This, I feel, I feel the anxiety uh-huh. from this text. I worked for a smaller family company for six years, and we had some pretty wild Christmas parties. The last year I went, uh, I actually was taking some medication that increased the effects of the alcohol I was drinking. I didn't realize. So, anyway, I'm gay. I pieced together that I was, inf- and I was also informed, I danced very inappropriately, either near or next to several of my coworkers' husbands, <laughs> which is very unlike me. I only worked there for another two months before I decided to move on. Oh. I still cringe thinking about that. Not the dance moves. I... No! <laughs> I don't want to use the term hall pass, but isn't there, there should be a form of like a Christmas pass where you can embarrass yourself at a Christmas party and not have it have long-term effects, you know? I think as long as you're not acting too inappropriately, there should be an understanding, a little extra Christmas cheer. It's no big deal. Nobody was, nobody was harmed or I would imagine felt terribly uncomfortable. It's This seems more like it was a... Yes. There should be a, if it's just an embarrassing story, unless we ask you to tell it on the radio. Otherwise, yeah. you don't bring that up at the next Christmas party. Right, yes, What happens true. at the Christmas parties stay at the Christmas party. Yes. we, Laura, you and I have a mutual friend who once uh, 
at a, at a Christmas party, a radio Christmas party years ago. He had a little too much to imbibe, and he actually he told us that he couldn't go to his parents' place back home. Like, he was living at home at the time still. But he was like, I need you to take me to my aunt's place. The problem is, his aunt lived from Chatham. We were in Chatham. His aunt lives in Tilbury, which is 25 minutes, a half an hour away. And he forgot the directions to her place on the way there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And when after a party, especially if there's been a little too much cheer, you're always a little worried. The longer it takes to get them out of the car, the higher the increase of things being expelled in your car <laughs> are going to happen. Oh, yeah. And then you have to pay. Like, imagine using one of those taxi chits and you have to like, uh-huh. pay to clean that yeah, afterwards. No. Oh, no. You don't want that. Mm-mm. Yikes. Uh, my grandma, nothing to do with alcohol. She's not a big drinker. But one year she was saying grace and she was saying grace for tsunami victims. Oh. Very sweet of her. Yes. Nanny. Love it. However, she makes sure that you would pay attention during grace. And the issue is, is that she could not pronounce tsunami. Oh, no. She kept saying Taisumi <laughs> over and over and over again. And me and all my cousins who were all in our teens at the time were crying, trying not to laugh. <laughs> what she said was so sweet. But she just... Taisumi? And she also says sunshine cream instead of sunscreen, okay? And she gets mad when you make fun of her for <laughs> Oh, I love it. it. Oh, That's amazing. At so least, funny. At least she knew you were paying attention if you were stifling laughter Oh, we know. We hit it. We hit it. She oh, can never you? know. Oh. oh, that was a deep one. She can never know. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. We just want to hear about your holiday parties or dinners. Those moments around this time of the year where people really like to embarrass themselves. Or maybe there's even a scandal. We had some texts that we couldn't get to earlier. But they need to be said, because these are wild. So how about this? A few years ago, I was at my then-girlfriend's Christmas party, and her brother was feeding me uh, quite a bit of Christmas cheer. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, you know what that means. The liquid form. I got pretty, you know, I was feeling pretty good. There was another girl there, and we did not like each other at all, and small chirps and jokes were traded all night. We both ended up getting into this huge fight, and some horrible things were said, and that night was basically a mess at this point. The girl had left crying, and the next day I was told what happened. I felt horrible. No kidding. Years later, I'm now dating her, and we laugh about it. Whoa! (laughs) What? That was a shift I was not expecting. That's incredible. That's that like, is incredible. That's the best situation. How about this? Many years ago, at a corporate holiday party, a coworker had a, a lot of cheer, <laughs> <laughs> walked up to the big, big boss and his wife and said, I wouldn't bleep you if you were the last person on earth. To imagine just going up to somebody <laughs> unprovoked and saying that. <laughs> I want to know the... <laughs> Was it unprovoked, though? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I feel I like there are more layers. I feel like that is, on the surface level, it is an embarrassing holiday story. But if you were to dig deeper, I feel like that turns into scandal. Yeah. Why well, would you feel, why would your cheerful version of yourself feel the need to say that? That's true. Uh, the follow-up to that said the individual went on an extended leave of absence oh, after that. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. not... You're not bouncing back from that. Earlier in the show, I did say something along the lines of like, 
a Christmas party version of not a hall pass, but like be a little looser with if you embarrass yourself, allow it to be yeah. kind of embarrassing, but Leave not a big it in deal. The past. It's like Vegas. Yeah, to an extent. <laughs> maybe not in that case, but in, in most cases, we hope. How about this one? At my annual 2019 Friends Christmas Christmica party. Love the mix Fun, there. Yes. Just got it end of a long-term relationship and I was ready to cheer. I'm just going to switch all these words with cheers uh-huh. and yep, cheerfulness. It's good. Okay. It's perfect. I didn't even make it to the Secret Santa gift exchange. I just shamefully opened my gift the next morning and then I actually just couldn't do anything the next day. My parents had to drive to my friend's house to come pick me up and get my car. Mm. I was 28 at the time. 28, and your parents got to pick you up the next day. You know what? Good for you, though. I do think this is an important thing to remember, especially this time of year. I'm not going to lie. I experienced a similar thing the day after uh, the beautiful Brazilian Cyber Cops work party because we went to the work party, then the bar after. And you leave your car, yeah. Uh, well, we didn't. We took a cab, okay, but I was yeah. supposed to drive the next day to beautiful BC, aka Ripley. Oh, it's so responsible, and we thank you so much. I sent that text and said, "I'm going to be late because I cannot <laughs> drive right now." I'm going to sleep this off. Yeah, that's oh, good. Oh yeah. Jeff and Laura with backstage Ben Virgin Radio. It's guest gossip on Virgin Radio. Oh man, I love this. I just I knew it existed. But I did a full creep, and by full creep, I'm telling you, I watched every single video on this account yesterday. The Kim and North TikTok account, Kim Kardashian and Northwest. It is the world through a child's eyes of living a very privileged, very fancy schmancy life in that big, all white, neutral toned house that they live in. It is hilarious. None of the videos make sense, and neither (laughs) do the lives. So North has been told explicitly by her mother and everybody around her, you are not allowed to go live. However, what does a kid do when they're told not to do something? That exactly. They do it. (laughs) Mom, I'm live. No, stop. You're not allowed to. Okay, bye. And that moment where you hear Kim talking to her, North like just barges into her room. Kim is just like lying in her own bed, like on her cell phone. Like it's a good thing. Good for her for like Kim was clearly wearing clothes in this part. But like for me, that was the case. Eh, I'd have another one of those scandals. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so funny. Uh, Another update for you too. Kim Kardashian in her filing for, you know, to become legally single from Kanye West. Some of those documents have leaked out saying that she says that there is irreconcilable differences that have been happening for quite a long time. She said that she made this petition, this filing in February. She wants it to be finalized. Kanye hasn't responded. And sources are actually saying they don't know why Kanye is so publicly screaming for her to come back when he is like, Kim, come back to me, come back to me. Meanwhile, he has like supermodels at his house all the time. Well, I mean, there he makes a lot of deci- a lot of questionable decisions. And I'm sure that there is a level of... Uh, he might not be thinking perfectly straight. You know, I, I, I think that a lot of his screaming is on stage in front of 100,000 people kind of thing. I think that he's, this is a public thing for him. Yeah, I mean, but either way, Kim's moving on. She's done. Yeah, yeah. Let her be and be great co-parents and do all that jazz. Kim Cattrall, she, people are saying she broke her silence on the end just like that. She hasn't. She's done what she's done throughout anything in regards to this uh, Sex and the City reboot, mm-hmm. which is like tweets. 
Yeah. So <laughs> it's now a trend if you are Team Kim Cattrall and you've checked out and just like that and you're not a fan of it because, you know, there was that little, they figured out how to send her off in the first episode mm-hmm. too. They said, and just like that, I find myself only wanting to watch anything Kim Cattrall is in. This is a Kim appreciation tweet. She liked that one. <laughs> and just like that, I want to rewatch the 2014 HBO Canada prestige Toronto set dramedy Sensitive Skin starring Kim Cattrall. She's just out there liking funny sweets. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Like, I think people just want to keep asking her about it over and over and over again. And it's so clearly obvious she's moved on. I don't she's narrating it's... everything on Netflix right now. Oh, is she? Is oh, that my the gosh. new gig? Yeah. She's got such a great... She's great at it. Good for her. She's one of those celebrities that I won't be salty about taking a narration job from a voice actor. Okay, Because hers fair is enough. so good. Yep. Well, I'll take it. That's yep. fine. Good for her. Keep going, doing your thing. And Hilaria Baldwin, I don't know why... She would share this news at this time when Alec is already going through a lot of stuff, a lot of public image issues on the set of Rust. Uh, you know, especially when he did that interview and he basically said he doesn't feel like he's guilty at yeah. all when he's a producer on the... Yeah. Okay. That's, this isn't even Rust related. Hilaria Baldwin responded to a, a story on Instagram from The Mirror. And the title of this Mirror UK story is, When my husband told me to shush during labor, I knew our marriage was over. Hilaria says, Alec shushed me while I was in labor with Rafa. He was on the phone and he said, shush, can you keep it down? The moment he said it, he realized he sounded like a bleep and he cowered, kept the marriage. I had a billion babies after. I won't, I'll spare you the details, blah, blah, blah. But but even though he cowered in an immediate... Hilaria, this is not the time. Not the time. This is not the time. Not the time. Even though it might be a funny story to you, this is going to get taken and dragged. Oh, yeah. It will for sure. If that's not putting him in any kind of positive. Nope. 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 Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. It is time to beat Backstage Ben and Chelsea is on the line. Good morning, Chelsea. Morning. Morning. You texted. You want to beat backstage, Ben? You, we said, what are you up to today? You said, just having a chill day. What does a chill day look like for you? Um, not a whole lot. Just hang out with my dad for a bit, help him out with some stuff. and Beautiful. Wait for my son to get home from school. <laughs> okay. Sounds like the perfect yeah. day and the perfect start could be you beating backstage, Ben. So in case you've never played, Benny's going to yeet himself out of the room. Go hang out by that dangerous railing here in our wonderful <laughs> studios. And uh, Chelsea, I'm going to ask you three trivia questions. You'll answer them, and then backstage Ben will come back in the room, and he'll answer the exact same trivia questions. And then we'll find out who the grand winner is. By the way, up for grabs today, Magic of Lights, Car Pass. You're going to get that whether you win or lose. But if you win, also 50 bucks to McDonald's to enjoy as well. All right. Okay, Benny's making his way out of the room. Oh, Oh, yeah, I got to put your... Test him out. Okay, tested it out. We are all good to go. Chelsea, are you ready to beat Backstage Bet? I think so. Okay, I think so. I like that. Very humble. First question. In which organ is vitamin A primarily stored? Your liver. All right. Second question. The word hotel originated in which language? Any guesses? I don't know. I want to say French. (laughs) All right. All right. Third and final question. 
Which Disney character is named after Ebenezer from Charles Dickens, a novel called A Christmas Carol? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I never seen that one. Any guesses? Uh, <laughs> oh, I was looking for Scrooge McDuck. Oh, darn. I wouldn't have guessed that. You know what? Two for three. Not bad, Chelsea. You're, for a pretty chill day, you're on a roll. Yeah, sounds good. Let's see what he does. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, well, I'm going to get Benny to come back in the room. Bang! Oh, oh, he's not even paying attention. Oh, there we go. Now he's coming back. <laughs> he's making his way back in. Two for three. How does it feel? Oh, no, I think it feels pretty good. <laughs> All right, Benny, Chelsea went two for three. All right. Yep, not so bad. Would you that like to trash is. talk, Mr. Backstage Ben? No, I'm good. You're good? All right. Okay, taking taking the high road. All right. Well, here we go, Benny. First question. In which organ is vitamin A primarily stored? Is that your liver? Second question. The word hotel is originated in which language? Uh, French. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you want to trash talk now? You can still try to mess him up for the third question, Chelsea. Uh-huh. Hey, man, he's a movie guy. He's got this one, too. Oh, you think oh, so? Uh, <laughs> which Disney character is named after Ebenezer from Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol? Scrooge McDuck. Ah, uh, <laughs> Darn, Love it. so close, Chelsea. I had fun. That was great. Pardon? I had fun. That was great. It was a good job. It was a good job. Two out of three ain't bad. Not right? so bad. And hey, listen, Chelsea, you still got yourself a Magic of Lights uh, pass, a full car full. You go and see all the lights. Benny, you were there yesterday. I was there yesterday. It's magical. You Truly took magical. The perfect Instagram photos, might I add? Sure did. Thank Proud you. Of you. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Hang on the line for just one second. We'll get y'all set up for that, all right? Perfect. Thank you. All right. You can have a chance to beat Backstage Ben tomorrow morning around 8.40. Good luck.